Well, as we knock on the door of another weekend, it is the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, usually alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. He is actually out of the studio today. Kind of a first-time thing happening on the podcast in four years. Andrew had a schedule conflict with a trip coming up here over the next couple of days. So, literally, I am the one speaking for him who runs Speaking For Him in an ironic inception kind of podcast that's going on today. So happy that I can be with you. But we got a great show. So many times on the Speaking For Him podcast, we have many directors and actors from the uh, Acting House Master Arts Theater in Grand Rapids, which is just a wonderful place. I had a chance to get there myself a couple years ago for a Christmas show. And it's a really intimate place. It's 100 seats, barely. And tickets go so quickly for each show because of the size. But because of the intimate setting, it's really an experience you you can't get anywhere else. And the acting and the production is always top-notch. They have the show Sherlock Holmes that they're going to be performing coming up here shortly. And we want to make sure that you have a chance to be a part of seeing that in the audience. So real quick, want to get us here into our quote of the day. Which, of course, naturally comes from the play Sherlock Holmes. How often have I said to you that when you have eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. And even though Andrew is not with us here today, he did have a chance to catch up with the director of the Master Arts version of Sherlock Holmes. Here is his interview with director Andy Deemer. Thank you for sitting down to talk to me tonight, Andy. I know that you have a busy, busy... uh rehearsal schedule especially with the limited number of shows that you're doing and the fact that it's just around the corner not as much transition time between uh the the latest show and this show so thank you for taking the time um i want to start out by talking to you uh, directly about the adventure of national secrets um uniquely um in this case for this show you uh, actually um, wrote the stage play for this show. Could you tell me about what led you to write it? Well, I have always been a Sherlock Holmes fan, and I have always enjoyed the original stories written by Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was in a show directed by, and you were in that show as well, directed by a fellow named Walt Riegler. He had just been in a Sherlock Holmes play at Grand Rapids Civic. And so we got discussing what that was like. And as we got talking, he said, you need to take about three of the stories, Arthur Conan Doyle stories, to make one good play. And during that conversation, I thought up about, thought up three that kind of made sense together, I thought. And, uh... Over the course of the next uh, four to six weeks, I ended up, it all just kind of came together. And I and I wrote it in that amount of time, and uh, apparently it's not too bad because Master Arts has very graciously uh, agreed to put it on. So did you see yourself as a writer before this, or did you just kind of uh, write well because you were inspired? I have. I am a writer by hobby. Um, oh, okay. But not by profession. I'm poor enough as it is. Um, All right. I took, I took some classes in college quite a few years ago. One of those was a playwriting class. Uh, 
And at that time, the play I adapted was selected by, this is Grand Valley, was selected by Grand Valley's theater group to put on, um, mostly because I think it was fairly simple. But that, that's uh, been my last attempt at adapting uh, stories to a play. But I, I do try to dabble a little bit as a hobby. Okay, um, so you're putting this show on at Master Arts. It must be a real interesting thrill to see some of that stuff begin to come alive with the skill of the actors. Uh, but could you give us some highlights about what it's been like to direct this show? Well, it is very, very interesting to see uh, some of these very talented actors not only uh, act out what I had imagined, but even take it beyond that. Uh, you begin to see the emotions, begin to see the actions, the interactions between the characters that, that I only had, had vaguely imagined. Um, to see that happen, it, it also sparks my imagination a little more. So we kind of play off each other and, and uh, continue to, to help build and grow uh, the, that play. So it's, that's probably the, the most enjoyable part of it is... is this play is very much a work in progress, so it, it has changed a little bit. I've found some things that have worked and some haven't, and, uh, but together we've been able to, to uh, make it really come alive. And I would imagine there's a little bit more personal flexibility in that than as opposed to feeling like you have to pull apart somebody else's script to make it work. But I can definitely tell how that could be some challenges because... I know, at least for me, the writer in me, you know, wants to see what I wrote um, come forth. And so if, I, if it has to change an awful lot, it kind of feels a little strange. Um, that leads into my next question, which is, um, we're talking about Sherlock Holmes, someone who has been portrayed perhaps more than any other uh, fictional character. Is there a certain amount of uh, challenge and intimidation to... Uh, bringing uh, something like Sherlock Holmes to life when so many other people have already done it? Well, there, there definitely is a challenge there, but there also is, has been interpreted in, in many different ways. Uh, and I guess I have my own, my own vision of him. Uh, but this was very much an attempt to, to try to get back to uh, what Arthur Conan Doyle originally intended. The, the lines themselves are, I'd say, 75, 80% lifted, lifted right from the stories. So as much as possible, we're trying to, it's, it's an attempt to stay true to who the original Sherlock Holmes was. Now, whether people like him as well as, as some of the other adaptations, that's, that's not for me to judge. But um, I think we were able to find a very talented actor who, who has very similar mannerisms, the energy and, and the excitement and, and the interest to go along with it. So that definitely helps as well. What's your favorite part about being a director uh, so far? I believe this is your first uh, shot at, at directing as well. That is true. Um, probably the most enjoyable thing is if I see something I don't really like, I I can speak right up and change it right there. I don't have to uh, uh, either bite my tongue or or go to the director to uh, offer a suggestion. 
but uh, whether it, whether it gets any better or not, I don't know. But at least I'm able to I'm able to pipe up and say something. So that's kind of fun. All right, and you talked about having a dynamic uh, lead actor playing Sherlock, and I um, I definitely know and respect Mr. Schaefer. But could you tell our audience a little bit about the casting process of Sherlock Holmes and how that went? Uh, the casting process was uh, part struggle, part uh, very exciting. Uh, we did not get as many people to audition as, as I hoped or as I thought we would. Uh, but, but that said, we have also... The ones we who did try out are very enthused about the project and have shown a great deal of talent as well. Uh, we had, we did have to go out and uh, find a couple extra people though, and one was uh, the aforementioned Jonathan Schaefer. Although I've been on him for the last year and a half to uh, consider this role, so uh, I had him in mind. And I didn't see anything that dissuaded me in casting. So, um, yeah, that was the process. Some, a little bit, little bit frustrating, but on the other hand, we, we were able to cast almost everybody who tried out. All right. I, that, that's always a, a kind of a good feeling, but I definitely know what it's like, too, to, you know, and sometimes, and sometimes in my experience, it's been not just the quantity of people trying out, be, but just not the right people trying out for certain roles. But yep. fortunately, they yep. always seem to come around uh, just in time, so that part is good. All right, can you tell us what the run of the show is? The run of the show begins uh, Friday, June 3. That's at 7.30 p.m. It's Friday and then Saturday, June 4. That's a, and June 4 is a matinee at 2 o'clock and then 7.30. And then the following weekend, we just added the Thursday, June 9 as a show. That's a 7.30. Friday, June 10 is 7.30. And then the Saturday, June 11 is a 2 o'clock matinee and a 7.30 p.m. show again. It must so feel... Just, it must feel shows for this yeah. one. It must feel a little good to already be adding a show, though, because that means that tickets are selling. That's true. Yeah, that it, it's bittersweet. It's more time time involved, but yet uh, it, it does show there is interest out there and and a little bit of success. All right. Well, assuming there's a few more left, stragglers, how do we get tickets? Uh, for tickets, the easiest thing would be to call. Master Arts Theater, which is 616-455-1001, and it's best to call Monday through Friday business days. Uh, you can also check out their website at uh, masterarts.org. All right, thank, thank you very much. I just have one final question, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up and let you get back to your busy schedule. Um, if you were to sum up in 30 to 45 seconds, why should we come see Sherlock Holmes? Why should you come to Sherlock Holmes? Uh, I think because it's a fun play. They're fun and interesting characters. And if anybody out there is a Sherlock Holmes fan, a fan of the stories by Arthur Conan Doyle, you will recognize 
all the characters and most of the words from it. So it'll be a good time. All right, well, it sounds like it's going to be a great one, um, and I would encourage you um, to come out and see it. I've had a chance to work some on this show, and I plan to stay involved throughout the production. But uh, thank you very much, Andy, for uh, taking the time to speak with us this evening. Thank you, Andrew. That's Andrew Gomison catching up with the director, Andy Deemer, of the Master Arts production of Sherlock Holmes and the Adventures of National Secrets. It's going to be a great show, and there's many to get to, so you can't miss this production. It's going to be going on June 3rd through 11th. I will caution you again that it's a small, intimate theater. I think it's like 100 seats in all, so... Uh, tickets are going to go very quickly over the next week or so as June is already knocking at our door. You can get tickets for the show by heading on over to masterarts.org or give them a little jingle on your iPhone or Android phone, 616-455-1001 to check out this show. We're going to be back next Friday, and so will Andrew himself. Looking forward to having him back in the studio, and we look forward to talking to you once again coming up here next month. It's going to be the month of June already. Isn't that crazy? Until then, as Andrew would always say, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.